Pope Francis contradicts Jesus again. Tony Blair calls for an international digital infrastructure. Is he the Antichrist? German Chancellor chants, free the leopards, encouraging the country to engage in war. And Saudi Arabia is applying pressure to Israel to fulfill Bible prophecy. All this and more today on The End Time Show. Welcome to The End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're so happy you've joined us today. It's Open Line Friday. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Before we get into some stories that are quite unbelievable, Doug, I do want to remind everyone that Dave and Jana will be in Houston this weekend hosting a conference. It's going to be Saturday night and Sunday morning. If you're in the Houston area, we would love for you to come out and meet us and uh, have a great time at the Prophecy Conference where Dave is going to be explaining current events through a lens of Bible prophecy and uh, telling you that you don't have to believe the hype and get freaked out and scared about everything going on because there's a plan clearly outlined in the Bible and he's going to explain what that is and how you can be part of what Jesus is doing here on the earth now but also after he comes back um, very, very soon. And so be sure to check that out at endtime.com slash events or you can give us a call at 800 endtime to get more details about the venue, times, everything is available there on the site or if you call in. But again, today's show, open line. We're talking about whatever you want to talk about, but we also have a few topics that are particularly alarming on the Bible Prophecy Watch, Doug. Absolutely. What's up with the Pope? I mean, isn't this <laughs> supposed to be like God's mouthpiece? Oh, yeah, it is. That's what many Catholics, or I would say, right. if you proclaim to be a Catholic, you believe that, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. The vicar of Christ. So yes. he's like acting as Christ in his stead. So, so yeah. how's, how's it possible to be that and contradict Jesus? It's a good question, Vince. <laughs> I mean, we're seeing that a lot. I mean, it's not just the Pope. There's other people who are, you know, leading ministries that are, misleading people and saying things that are not biblical. But yes, this particular person is of interest to us every time he says something that goes against the Word of God because uh, we believe that whoever holds that office at the time the Antichrist is revealed, that person will be the false prophet. And this is just one more interesting um, comment that he's made that goes toward what we know is going to happen in the end time, and that is that interfaithism um, is what they'll be teaching. They'll be teaching everyone can get to heaven, and you know you can't do things like proselytize. Yeah. So the Bible clearly outlines a one-world government, which we see developing more and more. We've seen it for a long time, and it mm -hmm. seems like through COVID, it has enhanced even more. Yeah. Because it has. Yes. Uh, what what Davos is putting out with the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and even people in our own government, Doug, it's everywhere now. And yeah, so that's absolutely. growing. And so is this idea of a one world religion. Mm -hmm. And let's look at what the Pope actually said, because, you know, sometimes people think, you know, maybe when they hear something like this, maybe it's not represented properly. So right. let's look exactly what he says. I'll just quote um, uh, the, the article here from World Net Daily. Pope Francis warned Jesus Christ followers not to convince someone to become a Christian insisting it is, quote, a pagan activity. He said, mm -hmm. to evangelize is not to proselytize. To proselytize is something pagan. It's neither religious nor evangelical. This is not about proselytism, as I said, so that others become one of us. No, this is not Christian. Yeah. 
So it's not Christian to proselytize. Yeah, interesting. And, you know, that, that article, uh, it goes on to talk about things like we just need to love people and things like that, which a we lot do. of people... We do. We should love people. Absolutely. Uh, and, and show them Christ, you know, through uh, our actions and things like that. But, um, you know, it does go against what the Bible tells us to do because we're told in the Great Commission, huh. you know, by Jesus Christ himself to go, <laughs> therefore, make disciples of all men. Yeah, so, even if they are already following some God. Absolutely. So if they are a Muslim, mm -hmm. that should not stop you from loving them right. and leading them to discipleship in Jesus. Absolutely. Which would be considered proselytizing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Or if they are um, Hindu or mm -hmm. whatever religion, if they aren't lining up with what the Bible says we should be living like, whether they proclaim to be a Christian or not, right? you know, that would be considered proselytizing when you're converting them from one belief to another. And so Absolutely. apparently um, the Pope does not agree with this. Yeah, he doesn't. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, one of the things that you think about when, when you hear something like this, we know what he said about uh, Muslims worship the same God we do, um, you know, because of the fact that they follow uh, Abraham and uh, that Abraham's son uh, Ishmael came, you know, and that's how the Muslim religion uh, you know, got their start. And so, anyway, that's what a lot of people say and believe, and um, the Pope is just lining up with that. Because like you said, we know in Bible prophecy there's going to be a one-world religion. And so to hear him make statements like this, it's not surprising we hear it a lot. Yep. Uh, as a matter of fact, he has said this before. And so uh, when I saw this story that he just addressed this crowd the other day and said the same thing. Yet again, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, he's, he's not backing off of any of it. So what do we say to our friends that are Catholic? I mean, you and I are connected to a lot of Catholics. We have plenty of Catholic viewers. Mm -hmm. They don't like our take on the Pope in, in most cases. Right. Um, and we have plenty of Catholic people who have... Um, proclaim now that that's not the way and they've gone a different direction in their walk yeah. with the Lord. And so what do we say to people? Because obviously that's a controversial statement to say that the Pope is contradicting Jesus. Right. Um, and maybe Catholics would get upset with us for that. Mm -hmm. How do we try to show them that we still love them and we're not well, you know, being I mean, whatever? The Bible tells us that it's not just the Catholic Church, it's the, the, the daughters of the Catholic Church as well, that God has people in those churches and He says, come out of her, my people. And so uh, there are Christian people that are in these denominations that are following the Catholic uh, doctrine and belief and, uh, and believing a lot of this. But there's people, I believe also, Vince, that um, during the time when things really get ramped up and we see the revival begin, I believe that's when those people are going to come out of her. They're going to see it for what it is. And, you know, I mean, just like we've, we've seen a, a mass exodus of the Methodist church because of the stuff with the uh, transgenderism and things like that, I think that, uh, you know, everybody can start to wake up and see things that don't line up with Scripture. And that's the one thing that we've got to understand is that the Word of God is there for all of us. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not just meant to be read to us from a pastor or a priest. Uh, it is there for us to get into. That is God's love letter to us and His instructions to us on how to live a Christian life. And if we're doing that, then we're going to see things for what they are. Yeah, if you haven't, go pick up a Bible. Don't just take your pastor or your priest's word for it. Don't take our word for it. You go read Absolutely. the Bible. We highly encourage you to do that. 
today. So uh, we, we will never tell you, oh, just, just trust us on this one. We're going to show you what the scriptures say and uh, tell you where to find it in your Bible and you go read it for yourself. And uh, that's, that's been so beneficial for all of us here and we know that it'll bless you tremendously. Doug, today's Open Line Friday, so we're going to talk about whatever the callers want to talk about. This is always a fun time. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We've got some clips we want to show you after the break, uh, including from Tony Blair. Some people question if he's the Antichrist. We also have some uh, Germans chanting, Release the Leopard, which is interesting because of what we've been teaching here for years. We'll be right back after this break. that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself, you are essential. You still matter. This is a journey and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is, that's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com slash future or call 800 in time. That's 800-363-8463. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We have a number of callers, but there are a few open lines, so if you want to get in on the show today, I would recommend calling now before we get to the phones. We are going to um, talk about this Tony Blair clip, Doug, because it's quite interesting. Because the speculation of Tony Blair being the Antichrist for all those years, and he's been off the scene and now he's kind of been sneaking back in. So yeah. their speculation begins and another Antichrist to add to go. the list. Yeah, another one. Of course, <laughs> he's been on that list for a while. So I can remember even before I worked at End Time talking to somebody about the possibility of Tony Blair being the Antichrist. But <laughs> this is interesting. This clip is interesting because of the story that we covered yesterday talking about the new coding system that they're using to uh, let you know if somebody has had the COVID vaccine, the COVID boosters, or have refused the COVID uh, 
vaccine altogether. Yes, the clot shot, as you like to call it. Yes. So anyway, this is at the World Economic Forum, which is where all of the uh, leaders of the world are meeting this week. All the, the dark forces <laughs> are there in my, Davos. My, my. And uh, so anyway, here, here's the clip. You need to know who's been vaccinated and who hasn't been. Some of the vaccines that will come on down the line will be multiple. There'll be multiple shots. So you've got to have, for, for reasons to do with the healthcare more generally, but certainly for uh, a pandemic or for, um, for, for vaccines, you've got to have a proper digital infrastructure. And many countries don't have that. In fact, most countries don't have that. Man, I will say this. I think our screen looks better behind us than his look behind him in that clip. So, well, so we could put WEF back there. <laughs> hey, we got the right colors. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's very interesting what he's talking about because he's talking about a digital code where they would be able to have an infrastructure there set up to let, let you know who's taken it, who hasn't taken it. It's the same thing like we were talking about before. And, uh, and, and that clip is, there's even a longer part of that clip. He talked for quite a while where he talks about even some of these uh, smaller nations that can't set something up like this for themselves need help setting it up from some of the larger nations. And so it, it is something that they're calling for, a, a worldwide digital infrastructure. Well, Doug, that's in alignment with Sandra's question. She follows on Facebook and you can as well. Go to Facebook.com, search for End Time Ministries, and you'll find us there. Um, she's watching, and she says, is the clot shot the mark of the beast? Well, see, that's one of those questions that we get quite a bit. It sure and, is. And we know that right now the timing is not right for the mark of the beast to be issued. The Antichrist will have to be revealed. We'll have to know who he is. And then if you read in Revelation 13, there's certain things that it talks about before it even gets down to the mark of the beast. And some of that is that he makes war against the saints. So we believe that it'll be within the final three and a half years, right before Jesus comes back, that that mark will be issued. But the very scary thing about this, Vince, is the fact that it looks like things are being set up, being set in place, and a system is being built right now that could one day turn into the mark of the beast. So we'll just have to keep an eye on things like that. But the timing's not here yet. We don't know yet, right. but it's coming. Yes. All right, well, let's get back to the phones. Now we'll go to Joey in Alabama. Joey, welcome to the End Time Show. Hello. Hi. Uh, who am I speaking with? It's Vince and Doug on the End Time Show. You're live on the air. Yes, sir. Uh, I recently sent Dave a, a two-page article regarding the last summit they just had in Europe. Okay. And I don't know if, if you people had a, if you had a chance to read it. However, uh, it was attended by the European leaders, Joe Biden and the Pope. And it seemed that the Pope was agreeing with a lot of the European leaders in their agenda. Do you believe, according to prophecy, that this would be the false prophet that we have now? Well, Joey, we really don't know if he is the actual false prophet. Now, we believe that the office of the Pope will supply us that false prophet. But until that Antichrist is revealed and we know who that is... We won't know because this Pope is very old. He's been ill. He could actually die at any time. And uh, so we just kind of watch that situation. He is definitely leaning toward that. We see it more and more, just like with the statement that 
uh, he made in this report that we gave at the beginning of the show. And so we're watching that office because we know that's where the false prophet's going to come from. One of the ways we know that is because of Revelation 17. It goes on to list that mystery Babylon. And the woman on, on that beast is that Roman Catholic Church and Rome itself. So it's the Vatican and Rome. And so we know that the Pope leading the Vatican in Rome will be that false prophet, but can't say that Pope Francis is at this point. Okay. So we're not sure if this is the false prophet or not at this point. Yes, sir. That's correct. When we know, Joey, okay. we'll be sure to let you know for sure. <laughs> uh, thank you for your call. We appreciate it very much. You can join us as well. The number to call is 877-END-TIME. 877-363-8463. Doug, yesterday uh, we left Joe and Donald off of the show because we ran out of time. We told them if they called again today, we'd bring them on. So here we go. Let's okay. go to Donald in Florida. All right. Donald, welcome to the End Time Show. I'm telling you, Vince, this is Donald Trump, probably your favorite president. I wanted you to know you're probably got one of the greatest shows on TV. I've always loved the show. I love Urban Baxter, great, great guy. And I love you, and I love Doug, and I love Dave, and I'm telling you, you guys are really making Revelations great again. You're doing it such in a big way, okay, a big way. And I love how much you guys love the Jews. You guys love the Jews. A lot of people don't know I love the Jews. My, my son-in-law is actually a Jew, and uh, I love Jesus, who's also a Jew. A lot of people don't know that Jesus was a Jew. He wrote a great book called The Bible. Probably, you probably heard of it called The Bible. And uh, I love the book. I love the book. It's a great book. But I wanted to call, and I wanted to let you know, possibly, okay, possibly, you guys talk about the woman on the horse at the end time, the horrible woman on the horse. Could be possibly Nancy Pelosi, maybe Kamala. We don't know. But we love the show. Oh, boy. Melania and I watch it all the time. Well, thank you. There uh, we go. Thank you, Donald, Donald Trump. from Florida. We appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks for your call, Donald, and good luck with the uh, campaign that's coming up. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're going to make America great again. We love you guys, okay? We love you. We love you a lot. Give my love to everybody, especially Sister Baxter, a great, great woman. Okay. All righty. Love you, too. <laughs> All right, let's go to Joe in New York. Joe, welcome to the End Time Show. Never know who's going to call. <laughs> Dear Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Uh, hi, Joe. It's good to hear your voice, sir. Uh, yes, it's good to see you. You look terrific, as always. Uh, I was calling in yesterday because uh, I saw, um, I, I see a lot of stuff. I see all the false prophets and a lot of, all, a lot of garbage on the, on the Internet. But I came across this short video on YouTube. The title, you, when you get a chance, you've got to see what this guy says. Now, we, we, there's a lot of nutcases, but this guy has posted a video. This is how the Fed will seize your money in 2023. Mm. Now, I come across all these things, but this guy is so, supposed to be like a big brain who's knowing what he's talking about. And it has to do along the lines with Biden, digital currency, and, you know, they're, they're working to crash the whole American economy. Everything that every decision that this president is making is destroying the American economy. We know that. Mm -hmm. But the reason why I call in to give this information is to encourage the body of believers, all those brothers and sisters in Christ. It's our job. I want this to message 
to be heard. It's our job to take authority and pray continually against this. Now, we know the book. I know the end of the book. And the Lord finished the work on the cross when he said it's finished. He won. Right. But we have, a, we have a position. We're here on earth to be a nation of kings and priests. And as kings, we have the authority to decree into the earth the will of God, because he's our papa. He loves us, and he wants us to take this action. And I want every believer to know that we have the authority. The Lord Messiah Jesus gave it to us. He wants us to act upon it. Not just people in ministry. Not just a five-fold ministry. There's a lot of good guys doing some good stuff across this nation. I see a lot of Holy Spirit like bringing together a lot of terrific people, mm-hmm. you know, and you guys are right there on the top. End Time Ministry is doing probably one of the most important jobs in the world today, putting out the message of the prophecies, because it's an opening to have conversations with people. The signs of the time are fitting. You guys see it, and I've been studying it now for a good number of years, and we see it happening quicker and quicker. Amen. And these clowns over there in Switzerland, these jokers, they have no idea what they're doing. Amen. They, they believe the garbage that they're spewing. Mm-hmm. They really believe. You can look at their faces. They are deceived. We have to pray for them. Yeah. We have to pray digitally. And if they don't have a heart for the Lord, we got to pray that they are laid low. And I pray daily. I pray daily that the enemies of the Lord will turn against one another. Because there's real enemies. We know that. We know Armageddon is eventually coming. Yes. And who, you know, those guys are on the earth now. And they're trying to undermine the United States of America in everything that they do. That's what they're about. Because they don't like the fact that we are a sovereign nation. They don't like our freedoms. They want to control the human race. Right. You guys have been talking about it. It's in the news left and right. It's not a conspiracy. A conspiracy is something hidden. It's a plan right out in the open. That's right. You, you had yeah. that thing about, uh, what, which is the potato head Schwab there, or what's his name? Uh, <laughs> He's making fun Cla- of me for a second. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you guys are beautiful, and you're my family, and I love you. But these clowns are spewing all this garbage, yeah. and a lot of people will be manipulated out of fear. Yeah. And, you, fear. you know, one of the crazy things about what's going on there in Davos, too, Joe, is that uh, right now there was an article today, Klaus Schwab claims that he will lead uh, the WEF all the way up into his hundreds. He believes that he's going to live to be over 100. He's like, I think he's 80-something years old right now, and they've been talking to him about trying to get a predecessor to help uh, with the WEF once he's gone. And he said, oh, no, I'm not going anywhere. I'll stay here till I'm 100 years old to do this. And so he has a plan, and he doesn't want to go anywhere until he gets that plan settled. And one of the plans, I believe, with the WEF is to destroy America. I believe that's one of them. And when Trump went there a, a few years ago and he gave the address that he gave there, he talked about they need to be thinking about their people instead of what they're thinking of they're, and think about the sovereignty of their nations and the citizens of those nations. And they did not like that at all. He was right there in the lion's den. I, you know, I, I pray diligently with the Lord, talk to him all day long, all night long. And the, the thing that comes into my 
my, 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 I, I get these streams of thought. Some people have dreams and visions. The Lord gives me these streams of thought. And I, I've learned to, you know, to separate the nonsense of my own human imagination. But these clowns, these elitists, the billionaires, I'm sure they have secret, secret estates, you know, yeah. that they're going to safeguard us. But these clowns, like that one clown said that we have to learn to eat seaweed and bugs. I'd like to find this guy. <laughs> And there's, there's a bunch of other clowns, but they really believe that they want to save a small group of people. Mm-hmm. Small group. They want to kill as many people. They're just like Satan. Because yeah. they, they don't know they're being manipulated by Satan. Satan is a destroyer. He's a murderer. He wants to kill as many people as he possibly can, especially the body of believers. But we're covered yeah. by the blood of Jesus, and everybody has to know to claim that, to plead the power and the covering of the blood of Messiah Jesus over ourselves, our own physical body, where we are, our cities, whatever we're involved in, bring the glory of God. We are the children of God, and we will stand against these clowns. We will decree that they come to nothing, and eventually we know the end. The Lord's going to get to the point where the end of this dispensation, Daniel's final week, that, you know, when that starts, we know when that covenant starts, that's going to final, this final seven years, and things are going to get really hot and heavy, really crazy. But we have to be strong, and I'm totally convinced that the United States of America is depending on God's kids. If we don't pro- proclaim, it's like this uh, March for Life that's going on. We got to do more and more stuff like this. Small groups, medium groups. We got to start renting out stadiums like Billy Graham used to do, mm-hmm. and have great groups of people come together to pray, to pray, to intercede for our nation. We've got to, and that's what I'm praying. I've been praying now for years across this nation. I'm seeing it happening. Joe, Joe, we're coming up against a break, so I've got to cut you off there. Um, Before I do, though, many people say that you sound like President Trump. Was that you on the other line? (laughs) (laughs) No, believe me. No, no. I, I, the Trump family is very funny. Trump. My, my, my dad used to sell his dad vans many, many, many years ago. <laughs> okay. He had. They, they own a big bunch of buildings here in Brooklyn, New York. One of the five boroughs. I don't know how familiar you guys are, but yeah, my, my dad liked his dad very much. They were two con artists. My dad <laughs> got along with his dad really good. All right. Well. God bless you, you guys. You guys sound a lot alike. We always appreciate it when you call. So thank you so much, Joe. We love you. Sorry for cutting you off yesterday and have to cut you off again today because of the break. But thank you so much. God bless you. We do have some open lines, 877-N times the number to call, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back. symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. 
When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Don't forget that Dave and Jana will be in Houston, Texas this weekend. Prophecy Conference tomorrow night at 6 p.m. and Sunday morning at 11 a.m. You can get the full details of that event at endtime.com slash events, or you can give us a call at 800-END-TIME for additional information on that. All right, Doug, before we get back to the phones, um, this leopard thing is kind of interesting. There's some um, a, a video going around on Twitter of people from Germany chanting something. Mm -hmm. And it's particularly interesting because there's some beasts in the Bible yeah. that we talk about that represent nations in the end time. Absolutely. What's really interesting to me, Doug, maybe you'll have more to say about this, but these beasts... Will these nations, these beasts that represent nations, mm -hmm. the nations will be on earth just before the second coming of Jesus. That's correct. And so we've been talking about how these beasts that represent nations are on the earth now. Right. And there's, you know, I was, I was telling uh, someone a few moments ago before the show that this is just one of thousands of examples that, that we look at basically on a daily basis where that is validated. And so... Yeah. Um, we wanted to highlight that today. Absolutely. And uh, do we have a clip? You said we, we have do. A clip. You want to get let's to it now? You want to comment about it before? Well, let's let's look at the clip real quick. Then All we'll right. talk about it. Here it is. Could you make out what they were saying? Yeah, free the leopard now. So. Uh, very interesting because this was in Germany uh, where this was taking place. And this is actually part of a campaign to embarrass Germany into providing these tanks for the Ukraine. To get involved in war. Right. To get involved in war. Absolutely. And so this is the, their protest of their citizens saying, hey, you know, help the Ukraine here by sending leopard tanks. And the reason why that is significant is just what you were talking about before we went to the clip that in Daniel uh, 7, it tells us that there are four beasts uh, that will rise up and they're here during the time that Jesus comes back and establishes 
his kingdom here on earth, but one of them is a leopard. And that leopard has four heads and also has the wings of a fowl on its back. And uh, the interesting thing about that, Vince, is that it says that dominion is given to this animal. So each one of those heads and are... again, it's a kingdom. Right. It's a kingdom. Uh, in, in the Bible, it tells us that. In Daniel 7, it tells us that it, it, it's kings are kingdoms that these beasts are. And so Daniel was explained that by an angel. And we see there that the dominion is given to it for each head that it has. So four times this particular kingdom rises and falls. And so uh, this was one of the ways that Pastor Baxter understood that the Berlin Wall would come down because he understood, um, and this is in our brand new series that we have coming out. You've seen um, Lesson 1, though. I have seen Lesson 1, and I've seen where it's explained how he came about this knowledge and understanding and really uh, got all that to, to come together where God kind of showed Brother Baxter one morning, hey, get up and go buy a paper. I've got something for you to see. And this was, what, in 60... Eight or something like that, 1968. Then, yeah. And well, what did um, you think of that incorporation of the his clip? I thought it was very cool the way that uh, Dave is teaching this brand new lesson, but we're incorporating uh, the older lessons with it and, and showing it as uh, it's really cool the way they do it. The graphic is on, and you know it, it shows almost like a dream sequence mm -hmm. where it shows Pastor Baxter explaining what God showed him and how that miraculous. Uh, event happened to kind of give him that understanding that Germany is the leopard. Yeah. And so now we understand that the German tank uh, is what they're talking about here. They're wanting them to release these German tanks to help fight Russia in the Ukraine. And uh, we have other evidence, just like you said, you talked to somebody and showed them. It's just, this is just one of many. And one of them is Webster's Dictionary. Uh, Webster's online dictionary event says uh, that the leopard is the unofficial symbol of Germany replacing the tiger and the eagle of Nazi Germany. The leopard tank is the official tank of Germany put in service in 1965. And so uh, it's just interesting how God puts all those pieces together and we can understand things from prophecy because we are living in the time where God told Daniel, hey, close up the words of this book because it's not for you, it's for the people of the end that they'll understand it, and we are those people. So, Absolutely. very interesting. Now, we should clarify, Doug, that uh, this series is not available yet, right. but Lesson 1 is final, and so um, the 2 through 14 will be coming very quickly, and we'll be able to tell you um, that it is available very, very soon, but it's not available yet, so don't call and ask for it because it's just not out. Doug just got to see a preview of uh, the final, and so... We're very excited about what the team has put together for that. We think it's going to bless uh, millions of people around the world before it's all said and done. And so we're really thankful for what's coming. Also, it's probably important to mention that uh, yesterday we discovered that we had been banned from YouTube for a week. So if you are looking for us on YouTube, there will not be new content uh, for a whole week on YouTube. We cannot upload. We cannot stream. We cannot comment, I believe. Uh, we cannot do anything except for see that we have an account and that it is locked out. And so um, they said that we shared medical misinformation um, from the show on January 3rd, I believe it is. So the only way you're going to be able to watch that is to go to watch.endtime.com and join End Time Plus. It's actually available for totally free. You don't have to be a subscriber to check that show out. So go to watch.endtime.com to see what got us banned on YouTube this time. So let's go to <laughs> the phones. Time. Yeah, this time. Let's go to the phones. Now we'll go to Natalia in Texas. Natalia, welcome to the End Time Show. 
Hey, y'all. Can you guys hear me? We can hear you. Okay, good. All right. So I had called um, a couple weeks back, and I don't know if you guys remember. I do. But it was about <laughs> the trident on Zelensky's shirt. Well, I have... I don't know, I just have been, things have kind of just been coming to me. I haven't actually been researching, they just kind of been falling in my lap. But I have noticed that the um, seven, so in Hebrew, um, Vav, which is their letter, six, is the shape of a trident. Also, in Saudi Arabia, and most is flags on the left-hand upper corner, there is a trident, um, and I, it's just like popping up everywhere. And then there is one more thing that I did want to mention. Um, so in Zechariah and in Psalms, Shin, which I'm sure you guys, you guys go to Israel a lot, so I'm sure that you guys are familiar with this, but Shin is a shape of a pitchfork. And in Zechariah and in Psalms, it says, he says, God says, that I am the Almighty God, and this is my name. He also says that I am the symbol of fire, and he kind of claims that this symbol is his. And apparently everywhere in Israel, there is this pitchfork symbol, which is the three letters that I've set up here, which is 666, they're actually the numbers. Um, I feel like Zelensky is definitely um, proclaiming that he is God by wearing this, his crest, on his shirt. Okay. Do you have a question about that, or are you just sharing that with us? Yeah, I just wanted to know if you guys have heard about this, if you have um, seen this when you guys have been to Israel. Apparently this symbol, which is a pitchfork, a lot of people in Israel, I was watching videos, they're like, oh, we have this pitchfork symbol over here, and this little dot above the pitchfork is um, a, the Temple Mount in our history. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, that actually looks like a trident. Like, yeah. that is insane. And it's kind of all over Israel, just everywhere, I guess, as a reminder. Yeah, and well, I mean, it. that is something that we, we've talked about before. I think we've even shown a picture of the Temple Mount uh, because the actual valleys that lead up to the Temple Mount actually make that That's, same that, that same yes. letter, and where the dot is is where they believe that the temple was actually at on the Temple Mount. And God did say, you know, over I think thirty something times, I think like thirty eight times in the Old Testament, God said, "I will put my name in Jerusalem," and so right. He actually did it with the topographical outline of those uh, valleys that come up into. Uh, Mount Moriah there in Mount Zion. And so, uh, yeah, we're very familiar with that. I haven't really seen it on Zelensky or even looked for it because, um, you know, I just hadn't actually seen anything uh, that shows that. I'll have to look his, into it a little bit. But. His trident is different, right? So it's the Christian trident. But if you look, the, the uh, Saudi Arabia and most Islam pictures have a trident mm -hmm. also. And then you look at, you know, Hindu, they have tridents. And it's, he is, you know, the Bible says that he's going to be a god of all faiths. Yeah, absolutely. And I just feel like, you know. Well, I'll tell you, when we know for sure, we'll be broadcasting it absolutely. every day. <laughs>
Yeah, and you know, in Israel, you do see that a lot because there are mezuzahs uh, hanging on every doorway. And, and as the people go into their homes, you'll see them run their hand up the mezuzah. And what the mezuzah is, it actually has the scripture from Deuteronomy 6.4 in there. It says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one Lord. And uh, even I was watching uh, The Chosen the other night and Jesus uh, was visiting his mom's house and he walked in and he did the same thing on the mezuzah hanging on the door. And so, yeah, you see that everywhere in Israel. But I'll have to check into what you're telling us about Zelensky. What I'm actually trying to say without with binding it all together just really fast is I feel like in the end times when they put the mark of the beast in our forehead or in the arm, I feel like people are going to be so deceived because they're expect, especially Americans, you know, with all the horror movies that they've seen, we're going to be expecting the actual 666. But I actually don't think, I think that it's going to be a little chip with a tiny little trident on there. And no one's going to question it uh-huh. because it's actually not the 666, the scary 666. But it's actually going to be letters, numbers. It, mm-hmm. it unifies not just nations and gods, but it unifies all the different letters, all the different na- uh, numbers. All in one. Yeah. So if that um, does occur, Natalia, we will remember you for sure. <laughs> so yes, you, you know, put me on that. You remember this. I we will that. never forget. And um, you know, we just, you know, from an end time perspective, we're not ready to come out and commit to that because we can't see that in scriptures. And so we're going to do our best to teach the scriptures and tell people to be ready for it. And when we see it coming. Um, we are going to be talking about it every day and making sure that everyone's aware. Do not take this mark of the beast. And so if that's how it plays out specifically, that will be quite interesting. And uh, like I said, we definitely won't forget your call about that. But thank you so much, Natalia. We appreciate it very much. Doug, we're coming up against a break here, so we don't have time to get to another call. But I do want to remind you, we have open lines at 877-END-TIME. 877-363-8463. There's some more information from Saudi Arabia, Doug, um, about this peace treaty. And I know we can't go over everything right now because of the time, but I thought maybe it would be helpful to tell folks what that's about and maybe we can get into it on the other side of the break. Yeah, so um, the main thing is that Netanyahu is trying to bring the Saudi Arabians into this peace agreement with Israel because he understands that they're the largest Arab nation there and they have a lot of influence, especially over the Palestinian people. And so their condition to sign on to that peace treaty is that they would give uh, the Palestinian people their own state there within the borders and of course the area we're talking about is that area of Judea and so it's uh, very prophetic what they're pushing and uh, they don't know it and that's right and we've been talking about it for a long time and so very interesting article today quite interesting so they're basically saying Israel if you want us to sign on you have to obey Bible prophecy and they don't even realize that's what they're saying Uh, we're seeing that in the news every day in one way or another We'll be right back after this break to talk more about that and get to your calls. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Make plans to meet us in Houston this weekend, Saturday night, Sunday morning. We'll be having a prophecy conference there at a church probably near you if you're in the Houston area. Go to endtime.com slash events or give us a call 800-END-TIME. We'd be happy to give you more information about that uh, specific event. Doug, we take emails and calls and uh, all sorts of communications mm-hmm. every single day. Absolutely. And at endtime.com slash contact, you can submit a form and ask us a question. Yeah. So if you go there, um, you can uh, select minister. If you have a question about Bible prophecy or something else in the Bible that you um, want to get to us, go to endtime.com slash contact, fill that form out and send in um, a message and that will go to Doug's personal inbox. Yes. And you probably will hear back from Doug uh, in a lot of cases, very quickly, but he's a very busy man, so give him grace if he doesn't respond as quickly as you would like him to. Nonetheless, uh, we take those questions at endtime.com slash contact. We also take your prayer requests because our team gather here every single morning at 8 a.m., and uh, we pray for requests that come in at endtime.com slash contact. So do that today. If you have a prayer request or if you have a prophecy question or ministry-related question, we are happy to... Uh, be in communication with you. In fact, the Smith family from Madison, Ohio, they emailed in, Doug, and they wanted to know um, how they, that we've seen how successful, and they put it in quotes, basically unsuccessful, yeah. Russia has been at invading the Ukraine, and they want to know how has their lack of success shaped to this point, changed or modified end times thoughts on the Gog-Magog invasion? Yeah. So, I mean, really, it, it hasn't changed anything. Now, we talked about a big story yesterday that mm-hmm. possibly uh, Putin would be stepping down at the end of the year and also uh, bringing the war to an end, pick, picking his predecessor and, and stepping down. Uh, right now, we know that Russia is not playing ball with the U.N., with the world government, with NATO, those things. So we know that they're not where they need to be. And we've talked about it before that this would be a good opportunity to remove Putin, put somebody in there that lines up more with uh, their uh, plan for the world. And so we know that they're going to be there, though. We know from Ezekiel 38 uh, that Magog is part of that. We know that that is a root word uh, for Russia. I can't go into all the, the details of it, but there's a lot of information there. Uh, you can email me and I can send you information about it that gives you the history of mm-hmm. where they came from, where the people of Russia came from, and they're even mentioned in the Bible. Uh, so there's a lot of information there. But the bottom line, we know because of Ezekiel 38 that they're there, and we also know from Revelation 13, uh, chapter uh, 13, verse 1 and 2, that they are part of that seven-headed, ten-horned beast, and they are the feet of that beast. So we believe that that is the military side of things, They'll be the military force that comes and invades Israel 
And that will happen. That's Bible prophecy. It doesn't matter what Putin's doing right now or how Russia's doing in this war. So the short answer is no, it hasn't changed our perspective. <laughs> yeah, short answer. <laughs> right? That's right. We still believe the same way we believe. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's, you know, that's one thing about Bible prophecy, Doug, is sometimes the current circumstances don't look good. Right. Or they don't look like they're lining up with what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. You know, we've both had situations in our life where it didn't look like all things were working together for our good. Right. But if you just hang out, have patience, have endurance for a little bit longer, yeah. um, you see how that develops. And so that's very similar with Bible prophecy. Russia may not look like the feet of the bear right now to some people out there, but we can't rewrite the Bible. That's what it says is coming. And so we are sticking with that. And uh, we shall see how quickly that develops, but it's going to be quite interesting. Uh, let's get back to the phones, Doug. Let's go to Zachary in Kentucky. Zachary, welcome to the End Time Show. Praise the Lord. How are you all? We're well. How are you, sir? Good. Good. What's your um, question today, so sir? My question for you all today is, so we know that the Third World War will come out of the Euphrates region. And so I was just wondering, given the condition of everything over there right now, in your opinion, which country is the most likely... Um, you know, for that to originate from, which country is the country to watch? As as far as, say that again, I, I don't think which I Which country will the war come out of? Will that World War Three come out of? It yes. looks, okay, so as far as Bible prophecy is concerned and what we see in Scripture, it looks like that it's going to be probably Iran to me because... That's one of the areas that the Euphrates River runs down through there. That's the area that we see the most pushback against Israel right now. And they right. are in Syria, which is right across Israel's border. And they are bringing all kinds of weaponry in there, including these drones and things that uh, they've been talking about that are in the Ukraine. Uh, Israel believes that there's drones in that area too. So they could begin to try to do attacks like that. That could set this war off. Anything like that could happen, but because of what Scripture says about these four spirits being loosed in the Euphrates River area, that's where we believe it will originate from. It's at least going to involve some of those countries, and all of those also are countries that we know, like Iran, uh, really, and Turkey, and Syria. All those are very much in Bible prophecy, and so it just seems like that's the region where that war will uh, start from. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate it's all speculation, answer. though, Zachary. We we can't say for certain, as right. as Doug will clearly say, but um, we'll see. We know it's that yeah. along that river, right? Absolutely. All right. Thank you, guys, so much. Thanks, Zachary. God bless you. Let's go to John in Tennessee. John, welcome to the End Time Show. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, hey, sir. Welcome. I apologize for the voice. I'm going through a little rough patch with it. First off. I'd like to say congratulations on uh, having been blocked off of uh, YouTube. Oh. You scared them, boys. You scared them. Yeah. They know what you're doing. They know what they're after. And they're, you scared them enough that they shut you down. Absolutely. So good work. <laughs> Secondly, it is really interesting for me to note that the crowds are trying to tell the Germans to send their leopard tanks over to the Ukraine to help in the war effort. And it is very interesting to note that the leopard tank was one of the key elements in urban back.
mm-hmm. in the uh, in the biblical prophecies. He would have been ecstatic to see that clip. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. But, and again, it wouldn't have surprised him either. I don't think. <laughs> absolutely. Also, it's not surprising to me, and shouldn't be to others, that these things going on in Davos and the work of the people that are working against the good of the United States to try to ruin the economy, their whole idea is to rewrite the end time. They think that if they can change the end time, get rid of America, there can be no assistance for Israel, they can rewrite the whole thing. But what they they don't really realize is it's just a last-ditch effort on the part of Satan to see if he can do something that will stop God's plan from going through, even though he knows it, he believes it, and he trembles too. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, I want to let that in. It's great to hear you guys, and I'm going to let you turn back and get some more questions from some other people. Thanks for listening, and have a wonderful time. Bless y'all. Thanks, right, God John. bless you, John. God bless you, John. We always appreciate it when you call. Good thing we weren't talking about who the Antichrist might be today. He'd have got on to us a little bit. <laughs> he does it in a very nice way. We always appreciate John's call. Uh, let's go to Ken in Illinois. Ken, welcome to the End Time Show. Hey, um, Dave was talking about socialism the other day, and I just kind of have a comment. Um, I was, about a couple of months ago, I was down. I Actually, I live close to St. Louis, and I was at the Del Mar Loop which is in St. Louis, and there were some guys that were selling socialism magazines on one of the street corners. And um, I should say the Del Mar Loop, there's a lot of restaurants. And um, one of the questions I asked them is, what do they not like about freedom? And they said, well, we like freedom and stuff like that. Well, the thing that I really kind of think, I don't think you can have capitalism and freedom and socialism at the same time. And I just kind of make me kind of think that how lost these people were because they, they think they can have both. And if socialism was really implemented, I don't think you could have both. And, and there is, I guess what you said is the, the how deluded delusion or whatever that they, you know, that they, they um, kind of have about that. Yeah, I, I mean, it's amazing to me that you were in, where'd you say, downtown St. Louis? Is that where you said you were? Actually, no, it's Delmar Loop. Is oh, kind okay, of, Delmar Loop. Actually, it's kind of somewhat goes into the county, St. Louis County. Okay. It was not downtown. But they're passing out socialism magazines to people. Oh, well, they're trying to sell them. Wow. Very interesting. They're trying to sell them, which is what's so interesting. Yeah, because it's it's a capitalist uh, move there. They should be giving them away to everybody. Uh, interesting. Okay. Or so, rolling them up and beating people with them. Yeah, or something. Man. Well, the, you know, one thing I thought was interesting is, you know, they're pounding on capitalism because they're selling it. And if, they, if this was a socialistic society, whatever, socialism, they wouldn't be selling it. They'd be handing them out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Ken, we appreciate your call. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Uh, Doug, um, let's see. Andrea is watching us on Facebook. She wants to know, why aren't ministers nowadays telling, uh, not telling us more about the end times? Why aren't you telling us more about it, Doug? You're a minister. 
I thought I was. I, I thought did that's too. what I did. Uh, well, I know that the majority, I mean, I get where the questions come from because mainstream churches most of the time aren't talking about this. That's why, you know, we go out into churches and we teach it because we specialize in it. A lot of churches nowadays, they don't specialize in it. And one of the things you hear pastors say is, well, I really don't understand the book of Revelation, so I don't really talk about it that much. Yeah. And then the other thing is the timing of the rapture. A lot of people think, hey, we're going to be raptured out before all this starts, so I'm not wasting my time on it. Is that true? No, that's not true. That's not what Scripture says. And so that's why we do the conferences we do and try to get it out in some of these churches and help educate the people there. It's why we do this program every day. Uh, why we teach Bible studies on the side, you know. I mean, I teach Bible studies when I'm not here trying to get that word out and help people understand. So it's very important. And there's a lot of our listeners who are beginning to do uh, Bible studies themselves, you know, taking it upon themselves to teach their sphere of influence uh, the truth about prophecy. So word's getting out there, just yeah. maybe not in our main pulpits. That's right. Well, Pope Francis contradicts Jesus again. We covered that. Mm -hmm. Tony Blair calls for an international digital infrastructure. Mm -hmm. Is he the Antichrist? You know, he could be a candidate for sure. Like I said, he's been on the list before when he was Prime Minister of England. Yeah. And then we heard Germans chanting, free the leopards. Yeah. Uh, encouraging their country to engage in war, which is interesting on a number of fronts. Mm -hmm. And then Saudi Arabia applying pressure to Israel unknowingly to fulfill Bible prophecy. Yeah which is quite interesting. How do we leave folks today, aside from having to tell them, we know that guy, Donald, from Florida. Yeah. It's not really Donald that. Trump from yeah. Florida. It's a guy that does an impression, and he sounds a lot like yeah. Donald Trump. And so uh, if you thought that was him, so sorry that you've been <laughs> fooled all this time. But it um, would be beautiful, wouldn't it? <laughs> hey, that, that, there you go, Doug. No, I can't do it. But anyway. How do you leave uh, people? I leave people like this because, Vince, we talk about every day we have these events coming at us so fast right now. We're in the end times, folks, and there's no better time than now to get that revival going. Get in the Word of God, pray, get that relationship you need with Jesus. Yeah, and getting into the Word of God will help equip you to give people hope in spite of what's happening around the world. We'll be back next uh, this coming Monday at 3 p.m. Central Time. Don't forget to go to watch.endtime.com and endtime.com for thousands of hours of free content available because of our partners.